everybody, and welcome to the Say Report Junior. I almost totally burped <laughs> when I oh, five, five seconds in, already derailed. Yes, another classic episode. Oh, welcome to the Say Report Junior, everybody. It's still there. Um, uh, this is a weekly. We are now weekly. This is a weekly podcast with two strangers who have never met in real life. Um. Skype each other and have conversation. <laughs> because get to be good friends over whatever the heck we've been doing for the exactly. last Exactly. Um, We're gonna tighten that up someday. I swear <laughs> to God. Someday, <laughs> maybe not a day where you know I just had some dinner and yeah, beverages. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, this is the Say Report Junior. And what is Devin was like? Oh, just as a forewarning or whatever. Um, in one episode, he ate like two steak burritos. He was like, "You should give, <laughs> you should give a forewarning that you had like a huge shot of sake." And yeah, so there's my forewarning to you. Folks. That's why. That's why we've introduced the show three times and not ourselves yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I am Dale Decker. Uh, if you listen to the Say Report, I am Devin Decker's younger sister. And I am Zach Sarowick. And if you listen to the Say Report, I am Sejan's younger brother. I almost said younger sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What? what? Um, uh, it would. Um. It, hopefully, you guys already know that. But for new listeners, what a great episode for you to start at episode six. Hopefully, I don't know one what, of those. At one of the numbers. Um. So I mean, let's let's just get right into it because I have a feeling that this is going to be a heavy-hearted, fully-packed, considering what, you know, what had just happened last what, week, what has... What major cultural event has just occurred? major... Yes, exactly. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into it. What have you done within the week? <laughs> well, I, like you said, I participated in this great cultural event. I saw something grand this weekend that everybody <laughs> is clearly going to be talking about, and that is... Kevin James Never Don't Give Up, his new stand-up special on oh, Netflix. Oh, I heard that was amazing. <laughs> I I really wanted um, to watch it. And I, for some reason, I, I don't watch a lot of stand-up specials. For some reason, one of the only ones I actually remember watching years ago was uh, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, which yep. was one of Kevin James' first ones before he got into <laughs> movies, basically. Yeah. Uh, and all of this is, is to say, by the way, that Paul Blart should definitely be in Avengers 4. Dude. Like, that's what I, that's what I want. Paul Blart <laughs> This is me fantastic. kicking off my Paul Blart Avengers 4 campaign. <laughs> Get out there and sign the petition that doesn't exist say, yet. I would go far as to say, hashtag Paul Blart Avengers 4. Yes. Which I definitely started this weekend Wait, as oh, I was watching it I will and talking to that. my brother. That's fantastic. Oh, my that's God. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. Like, it's so funny to me. Because it is some of the like blandest, most inoffensive comedy you can do. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. dad. It's dad comedy at its peak, and I love every freaking second it's of it. So good. The I... most controversial thing he said was that people with peanut allergies are annoying. Exactly. It was great. Yeah, I I, I love the Paul Blart movies. Like I saw, I made. We went. Oh, what movie was it? We went to see. We went to a drive-in. Um, it was like me and a couple of my other friends from, from college and we went to a drive-in and we saw Paul Blart and I want, oh, Gar and I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy. That sounds like the best combo of films I've ever <laughs> and heard. And the only reason <laughs> why I like agreed, I was like, well, guys, we're, we're not, because they were kind of iffy about it. 
um, because Guardians was the second movie. Okay, I was about to ask, which one and, of those was the opener and, and which one was the closer? Because they, there's was, one way that that works. <laughs> if it was the other way around, we would have left. But I hadn't seen Paul Blart 2 yet. Oh, so God. So I was like, we're only doing this. We're only doing this if I can see Paul Blart too, and like oh, you guys, man. you guys just need to sit through it. And yeah, so I made them sit through at a drive-in in a cramped oh my car, God. watch the Paul Blart too, and it was the, fantastic. The best part of Paul Blart too is the fact that Neil McDonough thinks he's in a completely different movie. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, McDonough's coming in there like, oh yeah, we're doing this like Ocean's Eleven style, but we're the bad guys heist movie. And then yep. at some point, he accidentally runs into Paul Blart and is like, damn it. I'm in this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man. I uh, I do like comedy specials. Um but yeah, that I haven't watched his, but I do love Kevin James. Yeah, it's I like I almost said get, Kevin Smith. <laughs> you get all the you get all the great stuff. You get the food allergy jokes. Um you get like a extended bit on moving um moving sidewalks in airports. An extended oh, nice. bit uh, just moving through an airport on a on a on a moving walkway. Like, oh my God, it's so wonderful. Um, before we get before we move on, have you? <laughs> that was our, that's our palate cleanser. Do you do you um have you seen or watched anything of John Mulaney? I have not. I know he just had a new so, special. Yeah, so out. he just had a new special that came out. Um, and he filmed it at Radio City Musical. Me and two of my friends went and saw the show. And I made one of my friends wait before, because I will not watch the special, and I hope he doesn't watch the special without me, because I want to sit and watch it together and see if it's our show that got <laughs> taped, because he had like he had four or five oh, shows that night. Yeah. So, but before we went in, we saw cameras like there was one camera we were in their way so they asked us to they were just like hey guys we just need to get a shot so we moved right. out of the way and they were getting a shot of like the lobby so i was like oh my god if if the show that we're seeing is the show on netflix i'm going to be Hell, so happy if the show you saw is like filler during like credits and stuff that's mm. still awesome mm -hmm. and be like oh yeah no i was in that lobby exactly. this isn't the theater exactly. i was in but i was in that lobby exactly so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I went John to one. Mulaney. I went to like one concert once where they put like a sign on the door that was like, "This may be recorded for like a live CD or something." And I was like, "That's no way. There's That's, no way they're doing." It. Yeah. They put that. They put that on all the things so that you won't like record what they're doing or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, okay. Well, so let's get into the real meat and potatoes of this episode. Of this episode. So the first thing that we're going to do. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Everyone. That's not we an are alarm going sound. To... Wah, wah, wah. Was... <laughs> there you go. Air okay. horns. <laughs> Air horns <laughs> blowing everywhere. Sad. Your sad ambulance noise. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about Avengers. Like, duh. Like, I'm pretty certain. It's gonna everyone. You yep. know what's happening. It's the biggest thing going on this week and probably next weekend. <laughs> We're going to talk about Avengers Infinity War, so we are going to spoil a bunch of stuff. We're going to spoil if the shit out of it. If you don't want to know about it, just if you haven't seen it yet or you don't want to know about it, just stop listening. We'll understand. Exactly. We'll even give you like a five-second buffer. Maybe. I don't know. Let's well, I think, just, what, I think the best thing about it. is you had some concerns about spoilers. Oh, yes. Does that... Do you have to talk about spoil? Well, I guess you probably have to talk about what's being spoiled in order to no, talk I about mean... the spoiler conversation. Yeah, kind of. Okay. 
Okay, but then everybody. Just, the thing just is, basically, count to ten, everybody, and then leave. Yeah, okay. pretty much. We'll just uh, we'll um. Vamp for a little I'm, bit here. Vamp for a little bit blah, blah, blah. about words and hey, yeah, okay, that should hashtag, be enough time. You should have been you go, able. Remember, remember everybody. Hashtag Paul Blood Avengers Four. Bye. Yeah, and, and follow us <laughs> on Twitter at Singapore yeah. Junior. All right. There we go. So for the people who stayed, welcome. <laughs> Welcome I, to the I don't know what is going to happen in the next, yeah, in the we're, next we're, we're, couple of, it's not even a couple of minutes. We have like an hour left. <laughs> yeah. We'll do what we always do. We'll just kind of roll with exactly. wherever the conversation takes. Uh, but yes, let's let's start with the spoiler crap on the internet. Oh my God. Then, I am so done. I'm so done. Yeah. With that. Um, uh, it's mainly because, I don't know. I don't know. I understand that memes are a thing in our culture, and I understand that people have a feeling to share these memes because they're funny, and and it's also the the world that we live in is a very or um like opinionated world, and you feel like you have to get your opinion out there. That's all fine and good. Not about this movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I and this is the one movie, and I'm not even like a crazy MCU person i really enjoy the movies because i find them entertaining i find them fun do i think they're the best movies in the world no but you know that's just my opinion there are there are better things out there but i still love the mcu that being said this movie is the only movie that like really you can't spoil for people Definitely. Unless unless you did what we did or what like some other people who are doing it right, you give that you know, that announcement. You give that warning. That... Right. Twitter does not have an option yet where exactly. you can put like just spoiler and then hide the rest of exactly. your tweet. Which Twitter, there's an idea for that you. That is a huge idea. We should sell that. We should <laughs> sell that tonight. No. Um trademark. <laughs> spoil <laughs> spoil block. <laughs> um, but it's like especially when this movie's Part of this movie's marketing campaign was specifically no spoilers. Like, there was the hashtag Thanos demands your silence. Half of the, half if not all of the cast did not have a copy of the full script. So they couldn't even spoil it on accident. You know, like... When Mark Ruffalo when and Tom Holland tried too, exactly. and Don Cheadle and Benedict Cumberbatch had to shut that shit down. Oh yeah, those are some of like, the funniest videos going fantastic. around, by the way. Oh my god, it's like I Tom Holland doing his like <laughs> press tour with Benedict Cumberbatch, and every yeah. time he opens his mouth, you just see Benedict go. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah, like when it's built into the the marketing campaign, that's a no go. That it. The only thing that you should be saying about this movie. Unless you're doing a spoiler review or anything like that, is whether you liked it or didn't like it. End of discussion. That Correct. is all you have to say. You and, don't. I mean. Oh, go ahead. Oh uh, no, no, you first. You, 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 you don't what? You don't have to share memes that. Yes, I understand. Like some of them, it's more a. Oh well, you only understand it because you've seen the movie, but. If I hadn't seen the movie and I've seen like there's there's one going around where it's I'm going to spoil um, Infinity War for you, but not do it in context. And it's like little pictures that, yes, if you've seen the movie, it clicks faster for you. 
But say you you see that, you're just scrolling through and you see that on Facebook and you haven't seen the movie yet for whatever reason. That's another thing that we can get into. Um, and you haven't seen the movie and you're at least interested. If you're someone who can like latch on to a photo and keep it in your memory bank, it's going to just ruin the experience of that ride of the film for you. Right, because, because instead of instead of feeling what you should be feeling at that moment in the film, you're instead thinking, "Oh, that's what that was that, about." Oh, that's what that. Oh, uh, oh, oh! I see where this is going. Especially, right. especially with one of the pictures, the, the last picture on that meme is a person snapping. I'm sorry, but it, yes, when Gamora first says. He can he can ri- he can rid half of the world's population or half of the universe's population with the snap of his fingers. You know where it's going. You've seen a movie before, but it's just like it's slightly right, but- different when you have you when you've already seen a picture describing that, and it's like, oh well, why am I here? <laughs> right, because I'll tell you, like my, my 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 journey with that specific like motif running throughout the the, the movie, because that comes up a lot. And it actually, comes up, I think like, it came twice. up. And I think it came up in. I think she did it in Guardians too, didn't she? When she first talked, the like very first Guardians movie, when she talks about Thanos, does she ever say the snap of a finger thing? I, I feel like that's come I up. Don't I don't remember. I don't remember that. But but it's it's very much like it's foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh, but definitely. But what it is is it creates this idea in like as I was watching it as someone who never read any of the Infinity like Good. comic okay. in any way. I've never read any Neither of the Infinity comics. Neither have I. Comics. So we're on the same plane. So like. Field. So, like, as someone who literally had no idea what was coming at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. my, I read those, that foreshadowing as, oh, there's going to be some, like, big dramatic thing where they're trying to stop him from snapping. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's literally what it was. And, yeah. that, and what it was was, and where that, came, where that came to a head for me as I'm watching it is when they're all trying to pull the gauntlet off of him on, on Titan. Yeah, okay. And I went, okay. Oh, okay. And I went, oh, this is the scene they were foreshadowing. Okay, so this is them all trying to do it. Oh, they failed, and he leaves. And that was it. So that was completely out of my mind when 20 minutes later, he actually fucking does it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, so that one really bugged me because it's like, okay, yeah, even if you haven't – it makes more sense because I've seen the movie, but still – and then there's another one that spoils the scene where Doctor Strange is like, I've seen, I've um, seen fourteen million two hundred and something. I don't remember the exact number, but he's like, right. I've I've seen this end fourteen billion times, and out of one, we are successful. The the meme was like, um, Doctor Strange saw the end of Infinity War fourteen billion times and didn't spoil it for anybody. Be like Doctor Strange, I, and yep, it's like I did see that one. It's like. Again, yes, I get it better because I've seen the movie, but it's just that moment, like, you're sitting through the movie and you're like, wait, Doctor Strange is gonna, he's gonna meditate at some point, like, I under, I know he's gonna do this, like, it hasn't happened yet, so it's coming, you know, it just, it just ruins the experience of it, and then there are more, there are even ones now, which, yes, they're funny, but there are ones where things are fading away into dust, yes. And I will admit, and I have liked, like, possibly retweeted some of those, and I apologize, because I wasn't you... thinking. Because here's the thing, it's Wednesday now, there was definitely a part of me that went, like, especially that starting, like, yesterday, went, well, it's Tuesday now, and the whole, like, the whole world saw it over the weekend. Exactly. Which but, brings me up to my other point, but yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I, I think that, I, I, going forward, I think just a general rule for everybody, give it two weekends. Yeah. 
like it's opening weekend where people like shows sell out so people don't get a chance to see it until the second weekend mm-hmm. or like you know they're waiting for the crowds to die down that kind of thing yeah. so give it give it two weekends yeah my my thing is that if you really want to go see a movie like i do my best and it i always see movies on thursdays because that is when they come out for this preview because I don't want any spoils, spoilers. I don't. I don't even. I try to stay away from trailers. I just want to go in with a fresh mind, you know. And it's just, if you really want to see this movie, if you've been like waiting f- as long as some people have to see this movie, why haven't you seen it already? I your your point of like sold out shows and whatnot, but it's like if you really, really. We're like, I need to see this movie. There are ways to, you know, make sure and ensure that you've seen it already. So there is that side of the coin. But it's just like, I still see these these memes where it's just like, you know, if you had seen that and hadn't seen the movie, you would be livid right now. I have no doubt in my yeah. mind that you you would just be pissed off because it's like, well... That's ruined now. Like it's funny, but come on, you know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> let let people have that emotional impact exactly. before they start laughing it off. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's that. So that's, um, that. that's the only like real that's anger the, I've had. So that's the, the spoiler film. conversation. <laughs> I, I had like a list in my head of how we should like segment this, and I'm trying to think of the best way to do it. Let's do the more the other kind of angry one first, and then we can just end on all the stuff we love about the movie, and we'll feel positive and better. Yeah. Okay. So I'm down for, I'm down for that. So I want to talk about, because the thing is, I want to talk about that New Yorker review that had us both pissed off, but I also want to talk about the fact that there is an almost valid version of that argument that that guy didn't make, and I want to do both of those. So if anybody did not see or pay attention to the kind of New Yorker review that everybody was fighting about, it kicked off like a whole argument about the MCU as a whole this weekend. I Uh, caught none of that, which I'm happy about. It, it, it started. Read... It started what I think is a more valid conversation. I just wish it wasn't tied to this crap take that the New Yorker had, yeah. which was essentially that he doesn't understand how sequels work. Exactly. Uh, the New Yorker <laughs> review basically boiled down to this: that that Infinity War doesn't bother introducing all of its characters and just expects that and expects you to just um, already know how they act and all this other stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It, which is what a sequel does. <laughs> That's exactly like, what a sequel does. Yeah. Like, I only uh, read that first paragraph because I'm like, yeah. wow, I'm done with I you. Mean, <laughs> it's not much. It's not much longer than that. And it doesn't go much deeper. Like, yeah. it's just like, that's, that's, dumb no one should ever go into especially this is not only the fourth avengers film this is the end of like we've been told for a decade this was coming obviously like mm-hmm. none of the avengers films i think work unless you see at least some of the movies before them like this idea that that infinity war would have to spend an hour introducing yeah uh, all of its characters yeah. again dumb well so a part so part of that what that reminds me of is um when civil war came out right so mm-hmm. my mom really wanted to go see Captain America Civil War, right? Because it wasn't Avengers Civil War, right? It was Captain America Civil no, War. No, but it was it was right? basically the second part it to Age of Ultron. Exactly. It's basically the second part to Age of Ultron. <clears throat> but, the, but the title is, is Captain, Captain America. America. Right. So if you base it on that, it's like a quote-unquote standalone film. It's really it's, not. I mean, yeah. It's really I mean, it's not. More... You but, could kind of, you can, I think, get away with watching Winter Soldier and then Civil War and still kind of understand yeah, some oh, of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I think that 
a lot of that division between Captain between Captain America and Iron Man doesn't make as much sense without the events of Age exactly. of Ultron in between. Exactly. So we went and saw that so. film. It was it was me, Devin, my mom, and um, I don't remember. There was uh, I think my aunt, one of my aunts. But anyways, so um, we went and like. I was I didn't really love Civil War anyways. I was like, oh, that's a movie. Okay. But she like just did not she was so upset cuz she was like this this is I really I was so excited for this movie and like it did nothing for me cuz I don't know anything. At that point in the game, I think that is valid. Like I think you should yes, maybe that's, explain that's exactly... a little bit more for the people who are like, "Oh, Captain America and Iron Man—they're fighting. I want to see that." Explain a little bit. It doesn't have to be. It could be one line of dialogue that like kind of sums up the rest of the movies that came before it. That's all you need. Instead, it was nothing. It was just here's Civil War, everybody. We're just assuming. So at that point in the game, and I get it. At this point in the game, no, you should if 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 you're especially, seeing yeah, Infinity War, Civil War, yeah. If you if you're seeing Infinity War, do, you need to be seeing the other movies before it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, At least everything that came between Civil War and this, like exactly, yeah. If that, yeah, yeah, and that's that's exactly where I was going. Like where I think that's where you get into the somewhat valid idea of there are people out there who are only half invested in the MCU, mm-hmm. and Infinity War is you're either. It's either all or nothing. Like you are invested in this thing, or you're not. Exactly. Which means it doesn't really tailor to people who only saw like half. Like, yeah. I would argue you don't have to see every movie, but you could probably start going down a list. Like Ant Man doesn't factor into this at all. Don't get no. to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would it's actually still a argue. Still great movie, but you don't need. To still see a great it. movie. I mean, that's the thing. There's a lot of these movies that are great that also have not don't don't need to tie into this. I think exactly. you get enough. I think that. Well, there is one really good scene in Homecoming that I think really sums up him and Tony's relationship that would make this more emotionally impactful. But at the same time, you don't really need to see Homecoming, Homecoming yeah, no, no, to see this really. because you get you because you get that him and Stark are are, are like familial friends at exactly. this point yeah. out of Civil War. Which uh, if you, you know, actually, if you know the characters, you can see that too. Because right, and and like you don't really need to see, and this is even more blasphemous. You don't need to see Black Panther to see this movie. Because most of the events of Black Panther are pretty separate and are just lead up to what he does in Civil War anyway. Oh, totally. And what Black Panther did really well for this is that there is that line of dialogue that um, Okoye says. I think oh, it's Okoye. That, that when, yeah, where she's when like, she when, says, you said, when you said we would be opening up Wakanda to the rest of the world, this is not what I thought you meant. That's exactly. the end of Black Panther. There you go. And you don't need to know. You don't need to know that much about uh, Mbaku's character to understand. Like when he walked up to him and says, "Thank you for coming down and fighting with exactly, us." Okay, like, that's all you need to know about that. So yeah. there is probably you, there's so someone's going to be smart enough to figure out exactly which one. Oh my God, he is. <laughs> um, someone's going to figure out the best like the best viewing experience to get you to Infinity War mm-hmm. as fast as possible. But I do understand that there are people out there that like I didn't. But I, like, I get that argument. I do. And I get that it's frustrating that well, Infinity yeah. War can be aggravating for those people. Yeah, of but course. At this, but, like, I just don't understand. Here's the thing about the MCU. MCU is not comic book movies. It is comic <laughs> movies the same way you have comic books. In that they took the entire yes. format of comic books and just put it on film. Mm-hmm. So the idea that this is a bunch of interconnected stories and this is a big comic book meetup. Yeah. And there are people that don't like those either. 
there are people that don't get into comic books because it's such a huge world of things mm-hmm. to get into and it's expensive and you got to track things down. I get that. I think it's a little bit easier yeah. to do the MCU stuff, but it's still an investment and in time and I get totally. that. But I think that is a perfectly valid argument. Those are not the people that I am mad at right now. <laughs> I am just like, I am more mad at like critics who are like, there was someone who was like, I, I, I take every film on its own merits and standalone. It's like, you can't decontextualize a sequel, first of all. Yeah. You cannot completely decontextualize a sequel. But they have been telling us since Iron Man <laughs> That these are going to be interconnected movies. You cannot decontextualize them just because that's how you do it with every other movie that comes out. Exactly. And it sounds, and I think what it is is it sounds really silly because it's Disney and it's Marvel and they're making eleven billion dollars. That people don't look at these movies and like we said, they're not all great. They're not the best movies to come out, and so people look at them and they're not looking at them as art pieces essentially yeah no <laughs> like well, like there was it there is a specific artistic vision that marvel brought to this that most you know that that i think a lot of people are unwilling to give them that that in for because it's marvel and disney and billions of dollars and i think that is just a crime <laughs> yeah because like i don't think anyone's ever going to be able to to do this again or will try dc already dropped the ball on something like this yeah. So I think like to take a look at film history at all and be like, look at this decade where these stupid idiots made 20 movies that all came together, <laughs> 25 by the end of this thing. Yeah, exactly. And then God knows what they're going to do after Avengers 4. <laughs> but we've got at least we've got at least two movies plus another Avengers coming out. That's yeah. 20 movies altogether. Oh, yeah. To say they put in billions of dollars. They put in like billions of dollars of investment, got multiple billions of dollars back, created this wild fan base single-handedly brought marvel back from bankruptcy like that is something that film history should be looking at and looking at as the weirdest art venture ever yeah but everybody went but disney's behind it why do we give a shit <laughs> like, like no yeah exactly the, the the weirdest thing about that too like i when avengers came out i kind of i was slightly that person where i'm like i was looking more at it from a filmmaker like a film students point of view where i'm like yeah avengers it's okay but that script is terrible and mm-hmm. like that was blasphemy for me to say that but like <laughs> people didn't understand that like i still liked the movie yeah but it was just like you can't you can't shame these movies which is i kind of have a problem with but Th- now yeah that's all that's a whole other I'm, stupid side to all of this yeah, is the gatekeeping yeah that goes exactly into- but oh. but now when i think of these movies i'm like that was two hours of just pure fun like i don't need to write a paper about this (laughs) (laughs) i just i just need to know that i had fun and Mm -hmm. uh that's all that matters to me yeah and and like and and again before we start getting into the parts where we're just gonna gush about this movie for the next like 45 minutes i do i i especially because i was one of the people fighting all weekend about this i i love these fights by the way i know that it sounds like i'm a freaking addict and i am i love getting in twitter fights about this stuff (laughs) um if you are if you are someone who has like fatigue from these i get it and like i had a friend who was like her biggest problem has been that every movie feels unresolved basically because you know it's leading into the next one and it's always that 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 the after credit stinger that they made a staple of film at this point also is like we gave you this one story that's like resolved here's the end of it oh by the way here's the prologue to the next one exactly. that you're not going to see for months <laughs> for like a year and so it's that like it's unresolved cool. <laughs> feeling that really gets to people 
or it gets them so excited for the next one. It, like that was a that was a risky, stupid move that they made that I think obviously played out in the long run. They just passed fifteen billion dollars in profits from the yeah. entire MCU. Oh yeah. But <laughs> it also crazy. means that there's an entire but it also means that there's an entire subset of people who are like I am outside of what might be the largest club in the universe and I cannot get in for the life of me <laughs> and I hate it and I get that. I had a friend I had a friend who it's so funny because um just recently like we were talking on Twitter about the fact that uh like the the whole Infinity War, you know, sequel bullshit take. He he thought that was really dumb. This is the same friend <laughs> that after Thor came out, we were sitting in college I remember very clearly sitting in the office of the newspaper, the college newspaper where we worked. Uh, we were watching either he had just got done watching Thor on like a computer or done watching Hulk or something. Look, turned me, turned around, looked me right in the eye and said, movies should not be prequels to other movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew what he meant. He obviously didn't mean like Thor should not be a prequel to Thor 2 to yeah, Thor 3. Like, yes, no, he obviously. meant like Thor should not be a prequel to Iron Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, and I just remember thinking, but. It's interesting. Like that was as much thought as I was putting into it yeah, ten exactly. years ago. Yeah. But yeah. So like, the 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 Marvel the Marvel stands as the call that come out and start like screaming at people <laughs> for thinking that for thinking that like Infinity War is inaccessible. It's inaccessible as shit. It is an inaccessible film if you are not prepared for it. Yeah. Like so it is. And that's and, what. It- but it's also it's we all knew. It was, but at the, as I was gonna say, at the same time, it's an inaccessible movie that we all knew was coming ten years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So you can only complain so much about that. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> now, I... talk to me about Thanos, dude. The most wonderful man in the universe. Oh my god, I hate that I love Thanos, but I love <laughs> Thanos. I really do. Like he's he's not wrong. Which is the well, craziest that's the you know, it is, is that, thing that, about it, that. He's not, he's not wrong because you understand why he thinks he's right. Exactly. He's wrong because you, you can't just destroy the universe. And Obviously. with the Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> you have the power You have the power to fix the problem that you think you're, you're seeing in so many ways. But he is too, like, kind of, like, he's a frat guy. He's a frat guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's awesome. Let me let me follow this. Oh, so so for what is essentially an immortal life, his entire thing is I'm going to go to a planet that is extending its resources, and I'm going to kill half the population so that the other half of the population embraces life mm-hmm. and knows how to utilize those resources better, and understands now why they can't just go away, keep going the way they thought they were going before. Yeah. So when he gets the Infinity Gauntlet, he just does that on a universal scale, mm-hmm. despite the fact that with the infinity gauntlet, he could just make more resources <laughs> or he could oh. fix every, or he could fix every person in the universe to make them already understand that lesson that he's trying to teach them. But he's just like so locked into his own methodology that he's like, he is a hammer and the universe is a nail. And it was like, Oh, here's a, here's a thing that lets me hammer all the nails. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> he just does the thing. Yeah. Oh, and that is what makes him great because it's like he knows he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows that it's going to make people suffer. He's willing to suffer himself. Exactly. Because it, it mean, would be wrong of me not to suffer yeah, along with like, you. It's, it's like, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's so crazy because, yeah, you're, you're right. Like, there are other ways of doing it, Thanos. You don't have to do what you're doing. But, like, his goals and whatnot are, like, 
it's very modern. Like, there is a problem with overpopulation. There is a problem with limited resources. Like, everybody wants to be able to help and fix the problem. And he found the easy... It's not even the it's, easiest. It is, it, like, actually, I mean, it's, it's not sense, easy because it took him a long time to get that gauntlet together. But it is the easiest solution the easiest once you solution have the gauntlet. once you have the gauntlet. Yeah, exactly. And oh. for, I don't know. And then we were talking about, like how Devin and I were talking about how Marvel villains have like these weird hearts of gold in some sense. Be and the reason why we're talking about that, I took a quiz on um, what, <laughs> <laughs> what three Marvel characters you were or whatever, like what combination of Marvel characters you were. And I got Loki, Nebula and Killmonger. Oh my God. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Well, this you have to think you have to think about some things when you get that. This might be problematic, but the but the the description of it was like, oh, you have a heart of gold. Sometimes you want to be a le you want to be left alone. Here it is, um, yeah, Loki, Nebula, Killmonger. You're a combo of lo oh well, yeah, okay. You're ambitious, career driven, and headstrong. You um you march to the beat of your own drum and are constantly striving to be the best version of yourself while you sometimes have a temper deep down you have a heart of gold which like yes okay that describes me i think pretty well but then i texted him and i was like does killmonger have a heart of gold and he completely like brought things that i had forgotten about that happened in black panther like up and i was like oh yeah cuz basically he just wants to he wants to help people and he knows he, he that does, Wakanda... but he, he does but he also wants to be worshipped for doing it and that's really what his big downfall is yes. is that it's not just that he wants to he wants to do this whole like liberation thing but then he wants to be credited for it yeah well, which i think also... is the one thing that really separates him from thanos i don't think thanos does not have a power driven side to what he's doing yeah but which it's... i think is what makes him like really interesting <laughs> But it's also, like, this this thing with, like, I don't know. It's all of the reasoning behind the stuff for them is sound in some sense. It's it's realistic. Like, it it's is, very realistic. You can realistic. see someone, you, you can <laughs> picture a human being who thinks this way. Yeah. Which, obviously, Thanos not a human being, but still, like, you, you can, I'm sorry, but Thanos is an ultra-conservative who thinks the best way to stop overpopulation is to, like, kill off the poor people. Like, he might as well just say that. But, but, but it's not but just the poor he has people. The better, that's just it. He thinks that he's above that by, uh, by making it random. Exactly. And by not wanting which, to be worshipped as a god afterwards. That's exactly. some, that is this, like, interesting layer on top of it. Yeah. That, which is why it is that he thinks he's doing... He thinks he's ending suffering. He thinks what he's doing is ending suffering, and that's his goal. His goal is not to be worshipped as the god that ended suffering, and it's right. not to be getting rid of the people who are using up all of the resources. Like, it's not like he went wipe out the people who are actually using the most resources. Mm. It's, it's, it, he, I think, had the literal thought, goodbye half the universe and snapped his fingers. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I see. And it's, like, um, well, it's like that, that final scene. He's in the middle of nowhere. By exactly. himself, yeah. like resting, like mm -hmm. that's it. He achieved exactly what, what he, he wanted, wanted to, to do. do. Exactly. I don't know. It's just I, I was like I can't, I can't not, can't not like him. I can't, <laughs> I can't hate him. Like, and it sucks too, cause like when he's when he quote unquote takes Gamora. I mean he 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 does take Gamora away, 
But it's not like he's evil towards her. It was more, I don't know, this is going to make me sound insane, but it was like, this is too, like, I'm not going to kill a child kind of thing. Except you know, he definitely, like, definitely kills children at random when he wipes out half a population. I always thought that was that was the one thing I found kind of weird is it was like, oh, here's one I'm looking me in the face. I think that's another thing to it. Maybe that's what it is, is that he can he doesn't. Maybe that's like a weird actual well, human layer she, to him that she's super strong, too. Like he sees yeah, I mean, that he sees something in her. He yeah, sees something in her. But like, it's also I don't know. Are there other kids on that? Like I do like you don't really see other kids on that planet. I mean, we only see one city, though. I mean, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, we we don't have any. I, I guess that's that's one of the things they don't explain to you. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's probably one of the most interesting. I keep saying the most interesting. He's an interesting guy, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep repeating that word. Um, you don't. They they cut out Thanos' backstory. This was originally yeah. like a three-hour movie, and they cut out most of Thanos' backstory, which I find really interesting because that means that you only understand Thanos through other people. You have like the few actions he takes in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, killing Gamora, attacking the refugee ship, and then snapping his fingers. Like that's really all he does in that. The rest, yeah. and then you know, and and because he doesn't even kill like the guardians, he just like messes with them so until he, he can get away. So he really only does three major things in that whole movie. Yeah, exactly. But you get you get like Mantis explaining his thoughts when she mm-hmm. jumps on his head. Mm-hmm. You get how Nebula and Gamora have been talking about him, yeah. and like. And then he like explains to her at some point, you know, that planet, you know, your your home planet is thriving now. Yeah. So you only get after effects of Thanos. You understand it through other people, like through how other people view him in mm-hmm. after effects of his actions. Yeah. Which is just like weirdly like I want to know more about him now because we've seen all of this. Yeah. My hope is that actually what they actually did was cut a lot of his backstory and they're going to put that into um Part four. Oh yeah, like I, you're gonna get a lot of his background in part four as they, <laughs> as they as they ramp up as they ramp up to the to to you know fixing reality exactly, which is the assumption also that I'm making. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. I just um, but when he's like, "Have you been back to your your planet? Like they are thriving. Like I helped them." It's like, oh god, like yeah, that's part of it. Like yes, people died, but. I don't I don't know. It was just It worked. It it's like worked. that's the sad thing <laughs> is that when it works you don't want to give him the you don't want to give him the credit for yeah. it working. Yeah. But like yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. It was good. I'm really happy that I liked Thanos at the end of that movie and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that that's the sentence I just said. <laughs> like I Ugh. am I stand by it. So and then, so then he gets, so he gets the 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 gauntlet. He wipes out half the universe. Yep. And I noticed something almost immediately after that ended. He left the core Avengers still alive. Not he left. Theory theoretically, the universe in randomness. Yeah. But but that's when you, when we go into part four, we're gonna have Captain America, Thor, uh, Iron Hulk, Man. Iron Man, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Theoretically, Hawkeye is still out there. Like they're that's gonna be weird when they bring him back. Like it's a big. Like, <laughs> it's like yeah, a big that, yeah. climaxy thing. It's like, oh, hey, Hawkeye is back. It's like, we forgot about you, dude. <laughs> but, like, but you bring him back, you have the original Avengers and everyone else extra that they've added on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Rocket's oh. still there. That makes me super happy. That mm-hmm. Rocket still is oh, part of it. That makes you happy, but oh my God, Groot. Groot, watching okay. him, watching so, him 
like go after uh, after Team Groot as he was like fading oh, away. Oh yeah, like that was oh, super painful. So the worst, the worst part, the thing about the deaths at the end, like felt nothing about uh, Scarlet Witch. Did not care. I was like, meh. Okay. Oh yeah. I was when Sam goes, when Falcon goes, Sam Falcon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. That scene was like, whew, okay, that kind of hurt because... Especially because Don Cheadle walks up behind him exactly. and is looking for him. Exactly, looking for him and is like, Sam, Sam, where are you? And then faded away. Bucky kind of felt weird. I was like, oh, that sucks. Um, then then it's Bla- then it's um, T'Challa, and I was like, no, okay. That was super sudden, too. Like, they barely even, like, focused on him oh, as yeah. he was it's disappearing. Oh, yeah, it's just his arm that goes away, and I'm like, oof, okay. And you see it, and it's all in Okoye's face. It yeah. It is all in Okoye's face. Oh, yeah. Face. And then <laughs> I was like, if sh- I 100% thought it was going to cut back to uh, Shuri, and oh, yeah. she was going to, I was, I mean, I was so prepared to scream at the, at the, that at the screen because if Shuri if I had to watch Shuri die I uh, no I would be done <laughs> because I love her she is the best um, well uh, so knowing what little I do know about some of the comic stuff at some point I think becomes Shuri Black becomes Panther. Black Panther and I which want means that, that they happen. are which yeah they are perfectly set up for that for mm-hmm. the next movie yep. for her to take over it's, it's weird too because because i read i because i wanted to know more about her character it's kind of weird how she becomes black panther in the comics from what i'm remembering it's like she fights him because she feels like it's her birthright and not his and that's what happens like she's kind of villainous in a sense because I bet like, you there's more leading up to that because there's also some weird oh, stuff yeah. that happens with like T'Challa and Storm are married for a while yeah. and it's like really <laughs> awkward. Yeah. And so I wonder if there's like a point where they just they're like, man, T'Challa's a freaking idiot. I, Let's get someone else in here. Like, I will be so happy if Shuri becomes Black Panther that it, even if it's like for half the movie, I will be OK with it because I will be I will be ecstatic. It'll be the best thing yeah. ever. So so here's so um, here's what I'm thinking. Can I tell you the most what I think might be the most heartbreaking, but I think best opening to part four is because <laughs> that ending scene happens so quickly. Yeah. That opening of part four, uh, I'm gonna call this shot now and watch me be wrong, is going to be some very sad cover of a pop song, and just uh, as the opening credits are rolling, it's just gonna be random people turning to ash. Oh and yeah. And it's gonna be like, here's the fate of everyone else mm-hmm. that we didn't tell you about in the last oh, five minutes be of that so movie. Good. That'd be so great. <laughs> so we can't. So, so we have a theory of what the next yeah, movie should be. How the next, how the next one opens. Yes. It's shots of people like of just people dying. Yeah. Oh and my very God. sad. Well, I and, want and it. <laughs> I want it to be something complete. But well, hold on, hold on. Before I go on to that. Okay. <laughs> so you see all these people die. Who I'm like, eh, okay. And then you have to watch Groot die again. And oh, it's like, man. no, but that is when I started the possibility cr- Without the possibility of, of growing back. back. Exactly. <laughs> so that is when my, my tears started. I was like, nope, that's not okay. Because this is a character who I love. Um, and this is a character, like, duo that I love. And then it's all the Guardians, pretty much, except for Nebula. Like, who, arguably, not really Guardian, but she is. Because at the end of the other movie, whatever, that's... She bad as well. I mean, she, she's yeah, basically she a guardian, is. but you see all of them who, again, these are characters who I fell in love with. Like Guardians of the Galaxy was when I was like, okay, um, I'm I'm in with I'm in this for the long haul because these characters are fantastic. 
And then you have Doctor Strange go, who is another character. I'm like, oh my god. And like, and let me say, like, so I was not a huge Doctor Strange, like the movie fan. I loved him in this. I thought he was mm. so much better in this than he was in in his own movie. <laughs> yeah, well, because for the whole but, thing of Doctor Strange, he's a dick. Like he's a he's just a jerk that entire movie. It's, and, it's, and it was great because this movie he had. I mean, it's he had. Tony Stark to bounce off of exactly. and they had yeah. some of the best chemistry Yeah, because it was just like oh yeah you want to be a dick I'll out dick you here let's go back and forth let's do and this. It's, some, it's so great because they <laughs> both ended up having to like shut each other up in different ways Yeah, um, I had a friend point out that the whole going back to the whole 14 billion possible and possible endings thing yeah. he hands the, the stone over saying this is the only possible way well, yeah. he knew what was coming of course he knew he did. everything that was about of to happen of course he did <laughs> he did you, yeah. <laughs> that whole, that whole, that as he's fading away, and it's like it's the only way. It's the only way. It's I'm like, sorry. We're in the, it's we're like, in the end oh game now, you know. Yeah. Um. So then, and then you have you have Spider Man, you have Peter oh. Parker's death, which oh my god, collectively the world agrees is the <laughs> hardest death to watch because it's just and again, like he and a and kid. a great. In a perfect improv, he improvised yeah, the, yep. I, the. No, yeah, I heard you know where that. he pulled it from? He pulled it from Doctor Who. It's do, It's um. It's, Did he really? It's David. It's David Tennant saying, <laughs> "I don't want to go." Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And he's just like. Can uh, I say something about that improv thing? People keep yes. people keep like coming up with theories of why his death is so prolonged. All of your theories are invalid. I'm sorry. But you, you can't come with any up with any more theories because he improved it, improvised yeah. it. You, I mean, other than the fact like... that it was it was it was heartbreaking. I'm oh, sure yeah. it was like I'm sure like it's heartbreaking to begin with, and then well, I guarantee you the original script is Tony saying something to him. Yeah, or something like saying that. like "Don't go, don't yeah. go," or like "I'm sorry, also... this happened to you," something like that. And then they and then he improvised that, and they went, "That shit breaks your heart exactly. way more than anything we could write." And it's and it's it like. I already knew Tom Holland was a really good actor because um, he's fantastic in in the Heart of the Sea. Um, but it, like I love that movie so much, and he's fantastic in it. But like this clinched it where I'm like that just means Tom Holland is like one of the greatest, like one of the greatest like young actors of our time because if he can bring that much emotion, imp- um, improvising, like come on, what come on. <laughs> And it just like, and again, by they're not telling you anything that happens around the rest of the world, yeah, you like you're left thinking, what the fuck about Aunt May, and what does oh, Tony yeah, do totally. now? Do they like do does the next movie have any? Do, mm-hmm. do, does it is it kicked off with immediate action of all of them trying to get together and fix things, or is there going to be an extended sequence of like? People oh, having to come to terms with what happened, like well, side characters and all that, having person, to come to terms with what happened. The person I think of is strictly on Spider on Peter Parker's world is Ned. That is who I thought. Of. I'm like, oh I'm man, like, I don't want Ned like to be gone, and I don't think he will. But like that, that is what I thought of, and then I was like, and Aunt May, and that's even worse. Like, I, right, and I like, and then just, there's a part of you that's like, is it worse? Down. 
And then there's a question of, is it worse if she survived or if she's gone? Exactly. Because think like, about Tony having to go to her and say, and tell her what happened. Her what the because hell happened. you only get, because you only get the stinger in Homecoming that she knows who, who he is. Oh yeah. Which means that like, you, you like, how did, like, how does she react to Tony Stark yep. now? It's going to yep. be like, there has to be a scene for that. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy, but <sighs> yep. That, that was the hardest part. <laughs> um, um did you notice, by the way, that like Cap didn't do much either? I was okay. I with think that, that I do. Yeah, not, I think I'm. That, I'm gonna say it right now. I don't like Captain America. Uh, it's I, because you've got no heart. I can't. It's because I have no heart. Wow. I just, I just pleaded about how, how not, I did not want Spider-Man to die. Obviously, and I like men, of all just, people. <laughs> all of this emotional thing it's like you oh you're heartless oh you're heartless here's the thing about the captain america i don't know like i like the character i just i don't know i hate him in civil war i am I mean, so that might, yeah. against him in civil war and i'm like you just i don't want you anymore <laughs> like, i mean captain i think it's america, i think it's perfect the, that he's not super utilized because he doesn't need to be oh, yet so, all of so his happy. stuff is going to come with all of his stuff is going to come with iron man in part two yeah like that's the thing the, the, his entire story is centered around the tear is the st- about tearing apart him and iron man and them having to come back together yeah. there's nothing for him to do with any of the other characters except just no. just roll with it and get stuff done so i, I think it's perfect i was so on board with, with the captain america movies because they're great they're great movies just in a general sense i was like man okay i actually really like you but then civil war happened and i'm like nope done done with you completely and totally done <laughs> like <laughs> let's move on please um one of the reasons why i didn't like civil war but anyways uh, yeah, I was I was very nervous that it was just going to be a Captain, like, a Steve Rogers central film, and I'm very happy it was Tony Stark it, Yeah, part, part two like, <laughs> might come that way, but I think part two is going to be much more about him and Tony, Tony so I think it's gonna, they're going to balance that a little more. Even if part two is, like, that's where it will redeem itself for me, I believe, with him, because you can't not, like feel for the guy now <laughs> at this you, point yeah. in time so but do, do you want do you think so because obviously they had the big fake out of of tony dying which didn't yeah. happen yeah. and we all know that uh he's been checked out for years on this and is just mm-hmm. kind of getting getting through these so <laughs> there's no way that iron man's not dead by the end of this yeah. but do you think steve also dies or just retires because i think that's like how that ends for him i think his his only because Chris Evans is also kind of done, so like, oh, yeah. do you do you think what would be better for him? Do you think it's give, give Tony the death and then let Steve like retire? I don't know. The thing about that, like, this is like Endgame stuff, right? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I think the best thing would possibly be if both of them somehow die, just because it's just you know they're the biggest players. They are. I was just trying to think of. They're the biggest players, and it's just you know if both of them are gone, somehow that's satisfying enough. Like if one of them goes, creates a certain motivation for other characters to step up and stuff like that. Exactly. I mean the good, like we'll talk about the best part, which I mean it's, I don't know if it's cop out, but for me the best scene of Civil War, 
is the um, airport fight, right? So right. you have all those people who are siding with each side, and like what you said, you have the motivations for these people to like now step up and be like, okay, well, it's kind of like, oh, this is going to be terrible what I'm about to say, but it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet <laughs> in a sense. The only uh. way that that story can end is for them both to die. I can I can get with that. See, because my concern is that my concern is that killing both of them somehow cheapens both deaths. Like killing one of them. It, if you if do you do it, it right, if you do it right, it it, it won't. I, like I, yeah. After the the last three ish four ish movies that have come out of the MCU, um, the storytelling of them is is like nothing that we've seen before. Thor Ragnarok was fantastic and Black Panther was fantastic and this was amazing the story it was just so I I have faith that they would be able to write the deaths in a totally in organic a meaningful, meaningful yeah. way it, like you know the characters by now you can I have faith that they could be that they could do it <laughs> You know. Okay. Yeah. No. I totally, totally agree. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm also thinking, like, knowing again, not that these movies have ever been tied to the comic book stories in a specific way. Like, they, mm -hmm. they choose when to go off book all the time. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, I know for a fact that there's at least one version of, of Captain America where Steve Rogers does, you know, retire and grow old, yeah. and Sam Wilson picks up, mm -hmm. which would be like a great way to, to move on to the next yeah. things after Part Four is like let Sam be Captain America. Let Shuri be Black Panther. Exactly. While yeah. like T'Challa is is act is just stays being king. Mm -hmm. Let um, I don't know. I mean, they've already they've introduced five new teams in like <laughs> in Gar yeah. in the Guardians clips because yeah. they definitely are planning on at least one of them getting their own movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just really I and you say like you know let these other people take over. Kind of, I really like that aspect of I don't know a lot of it in the comics. I don't read as much as I would like to or, or should or whatever, but I really like that, you know, Jane Foster becomes Thor. I like that, you know? I like that you have Kate Bishop and all these characters who just, like, take the guys and just take over the character. Because, yeah, you still need heroes in this world. Yeah, and like um, Iron Man right it's now, the there's uh, yeah, Iron <laughs> Man right happens. now is uh, Riri Williams is this like young black woman yes. is Iron Man. Now. Oh yeah, she's and Iron so Heart. like and she, yes, and exactly, she's super cool. So like so like you have all of these options like with this first cast gone, it's like you've had him for ten years. Mm -hmm. Bring in like Tom Holland is like a perfect bridge to that. Oh, Bring yeah, in totally. someone that a lot of people don't know. Yep. Fantastic young mm -hmm. like ready to go actors who are like yes this could be i could do this from 20 to 30 and then like and move, move on, on. To the, again and move yeah. on exactly exactly it, it would be and adding to you know like mcu history lesson of the day like that just adds to that conversation of look at what this like look at what this did <laughs> Look at right, how because it kept you're talking itself about, going. <laughs> if they can make the right dismount after part four and almost basically reset everything and you have new people playing like established characters and all this other stuff, you have a new in for people. Oh, 
Oh yeah, totally. You have like yeah. a whole new in for people, a whole new and generation of people in it. Story it and, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. It would be it, that that is not what I Damn it, Zach! Like that is <laughs> what I you want to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been thinking about this for a long to. time. I've been well, thinking about like, this for a long time. That's like Devin and I were talking and we're like, we want the next movie to be how they introduce multiverses. And and because they totally could. We already know that uh, that different dimensions exist because of Doctor Strange. And exactly. there's a mirror dimension where, oh, everybody who lived in this movie. Yeah, now they're dead. <laughs> and and the people who died in this movie, they're alive and they have to come together somehow with the help of Doctor Strange. And now it's like <laughs> And Thanos has no idea this is happening and he has to deal with oh, that. Man. Like yeah, I that's... want I want I really like your idea of the opening for for the for the next part. I want it to be so badly do I want it to be um, the opening of Thor coming down, throwing the axe into Thanos, Thanos going, you should have aimed for the head, snapping mm -hmm. his fingers, and then Thor fades away. That is how I want it to happen. That is how I want it to open so badly. And I know it's not going to. Oh, man. Because people would just be so confused, and it would be so much fun for me. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I we've gushed enough. We've talked about what we want. We've talked about the criticism around it. I think this is perfect. This is a perfect conversation about it. I want to say – I want to do one last thing, but before we get to that, I want to throw out my own theory. Or anybody that has been listening to uh, the Say Report – our, our senior podcast, our sister podcast. I don't even know what we're calling it anymore. Senior um, sister Devin podcast. Has been, Devin's been trying to figure out how Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to end. Um, oh, and I want to yeah. throw out my own theory about that. I don't know if he told you what I sent him. Um, <laughs> um, no, he's so, told me his, his Has theory. he explained to you? Okay, so so you know yes. where Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is. Those of you who either haven't listened to them or just need a refresher, spoilers for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. itself. I've, it's a spoiler for me because I'm not even there yet. I'm still in season <laughs> three. Um, but... Um, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. looks like it's coming to an end. It always does, but God yeah. knows what they're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe that, by the way, that they have five seasons and Agent Carter got two. So mad about that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't watch uh, the Marvel TV shows for you, that I, reason. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the two seasons of Peggy Carter are excellent. I'm yeah. just mad that they didn't keep going. Yeah. Um, so the, there's a whole theory idea of it, Coulson's going to die again at the end of season five. Mm -hmm. Possibility of it all being a dream, all of that. So first off, you have the possibility that they're just living in an alternate timeline that gets rewritten by Thanos and the, they like by, by whatever they fix in part four. More importantly, though, my theory is that Coulson does die because he's one of the people that turns to ash. And I think that what happens. Oh. My theory, my theory is that the final episode of like the, the like the final episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are their reaction in the lead up to. The, uh, the lead up to Infinity War because they're always unfortunately kept out of it because they have to stay secret. Yeah. But they, they're they in this lead up to to Infinity War and the literal final scene is exactly when Thanos snaps his fingers. And so, and so, so Coulson good. and a bunch of them turn to dust. And then, because that will theoretically end this year because season five is airing right now, yep. that ends this year. And then they can be written into part four when they rewrite the history. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, okay, that would be so satisfying. Like, I don't even watch the show, it doesn't and have that to would be, be a, so right. satisfying. It doesn't have to all be a dream. It just turns out, oh, it just turns out, no, it's not a dream. It's all real. Everyone's yep. happy, and then yep. they turn to dust. Yep. You know what? <laughs> a, a thing on that, okay, uh, um, it's like a far, it's far, it's a theory for, you know, it hasn't even come out yet, but Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. I want at the end of that movie i want scott to fade i want him i want ant-man to to be one of the people because it's supposed to be it's like in the middle kind of thing yeah it's also yes it is previous to this just like um when captain marvel comes out that will take place in the 90s yep yeah like that is how i i want that to happen because no, that's a, that's a fantastic. That would be fantastic, it would be so especially because good. especially because then Wasp becomes the audience surrogate the way that Bruce was in this yep. one. Yep. I love, by the way, that Bruce is everybody who didn't watch the last six Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything I mean... is confusing him. He doesn't understand Civil War. He doesn't yep. understand. Yep. He doesn't... You guys broke it's up like, so like the Beatles. That yeah. was good. You guys broke so up he is so good. He's like, yeah, we have to go get we have to go get Steve. And he's like, we don't talk to Steve anymore. It's like, why don't wait? What? Who doesn't talk to Steve? <laughs> why, why aren't you guys talking? Yeah, that, that was uh, great. That was so yeah. good. So but you bring. Yes, you bring the wasp into it and she becomes that character mm-hmm. because they already I mean, they they might as well be putting a flashing sign on it by putting that scene in the preview where he apologizes for her not showing up in Civil War. There's a there's oh, a scene. I haven't seen any oh, you haven't tra- seen the trailer. Sorry. I haven't seen any trailers for Ant Man. <laughs> Quick, very very so, like very minor spoiler. Like again, in the trailer, yeah, like there is a, there's fine. a whole conversation that I think is supposed to be playing into the, like what their relationship is now, and where knows- Scott does say to her like I'm like I'm sorry I didn't invite you to the big airport fight basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, and who knows? Maybe that's not even going to be in the movie because that's how Marvel entirely- trailers are now. <laughs> yeah, entirely true. Uh, okay. <laughs> So very quickly, I want to run through some of the best scenes in this movie, and that'll be a great wrap up of things that just make me happy. Are we both doing this? Because I I I think, yeah, got some. I got some. I'll tell you what my. okay. so my first one is Bucky and Rocket. That shot where he just picks up Rocket and spins while he shoots the guns, (laughs) (laughs) especially because here's my favorite part to all of that. Thor shows up with a tree man and a talking raccoon (laughs) and Steve and Bucky go. Okay, let's get in the fight. No <laughs> questions asked. I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Greatest line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest lines in that movie. Mm-hmm. And they just they just roll with it. Exactly. It's like we don't have time to deal with whatever the hell this is right now. Yeah. And Bucky just scoops up Rocky. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, okay, you Agreed. got one? Agreed. Oh, yeah. man. I really, really, really love... Um, the everything with Thor, Rocket, and Groot, love it. Yeah, they have a great dynamic. That dynamic is so good, and I love um like one of my favorite little like moments between them is when uh Thor's like explain. I don't know how to say the pla- the Forge's name, but when he's like, so we have to go there, and Rocket's like, that's real. I I, <laughs> I need to go with you, and then he's like, well, come on, little rabbit, and rock and, and rocket <laughs> is like, rabbit. and rocket's like, well, I have to check with the captain. Oh wait, that's me. Let's go. It was so good. Like uh, the fact that he just ran with that Thor, not yes. understanding. Like, like like using using Thor's so own good. dumb like dumb bro stupidity against yep. him. Like, <laughs> and the and the forge scene, the forge sequence, oh my like God. that whole part of that movie is is 
is amazing. Especially it's because, like, like, especially because they don't even mention the fact that they are playing with the idea of what a dwarf is. Yeah, exactly. They're like, yes! like yeah, the, dwarves, the dwarves run the forge. Okay, we all know so that from fantasy. Good. Oh, but by the way, they're 20 feet, feet tall. tall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you have, like, the twitch of the hand. Like, when Groot is like, uh, I need to help. I need yeah. to I need to put my game down and become <laughs> become the the handle for this axe. Like that was so good too cuz it's like he's still sacrificing even though he's a teenager now and it's just like you know oh, Groot, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and then um first off when it is a it is a crime that when Thor shows up on the battlefield in Wakanda that you do not get a stinger of immigrant song. I was waiting for it. Like I was waiting for like when he shows up on the battlefield, there was a part of my mind that went, we're going to start getting freaking rock music now. And yep. of course, no, it's all the orchestral stuff they always do. <laughs> but there was like, I just so wanted so badly for him to just like touch down with them on his shoulders. And all you just get is. Wah, wah, wah. Yep. Just yep. That. That's all I needed. It would have been that. so good. It would have been like the perfect shot. But uh, the whole fight on Titan where they're bouncing through the portals. Oh, yep. Is, is so well choreographed. So one of my biggest problems with Age of Ultron is that it is so blurry because they wanted everything flying in your face. At That was the height of their 3 d mm-hmm. Yep. And they wanted, and so everything is spinning and everything, you can't tell what's going on and they want yeah, stuff blurry and flying in your face. You can't keep This was so well choreographed. It's just like, even when like you've got people, like it's, it's in dampened colors because everything is like red and orange. Everybody on that... Like crew wears red and orange, like Peter Quill. Yeah. Rocket's got a red vest. Thor, uh, not Thor. Iron Man. Uh, Strange's Strange's cat. Yeah, Strange's cape. Cloak Everybody has cloak. the same. As that is what Benedict Cumberbatch has been doing to people when oh they God. called a cape. He is so adamant. So, it's great. But like the fact that everybody is similarly colored, and you mm-hmm. can still tell everybody is, and you can follow everything along so well. That was so well done especially for being mostly green screen yeah and yeah. god knows what they were bouncing around on thanos oh, like yeah. Seriously. clearly it was like... josh Rowland standing there with dots on his face <laughs> <laughs> and that, but quill but quill just middle finger into the back back backflip into the portal mm-hmm. perfect shot for him yep, yep. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. god it made me oh it was so good <laughs> uh do you, do you have do you have anything else on infinity war before we're done i, I... yeah no <laughs> I really I'm very happy. I was really afraid that I was going to go into it and come out feeling the same way I felt at the end of Civil War. And I'm so happy that I'm not. I'm so happy that I'm on the train of like this was this was super fun and done really really well. Yeah. Um after Black Panther, I was like really concerned because I felt so much nothing. Yeah. Like seeing trailers for this well, yeah, and like, like Black Panther was still like Black Panther was like this was so like it was colorful and well mm-hmm, done, and, mm-hmm. and acting is fantastic, and that just ca- that yeah. energy carried over into this yeah. in a way that was just great. Yeah, I felt nothing for Infinity War until I saw a trailer before Ready Player One, and I was like, I, I was like, this is just gonna be a movie, and it's gonna happen, and we're gonna let it happen. But then <laughs> it was like so much, so much better than I than I expected it to be. <laughs> uh. So. <laughs> that feels cathartic. I've been like between the fighting on the internet and then just like kind of coming down from. I saw this thing on Thursday. It's yep, gonna be a week tomorrow since yep, I saw it, and I'm yep. still like just like coming down from it. This well, is good. Now I feel like I can not talk about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, like, me too. Me too. We got, it off. We got it off our chest. Well, it's like 
I kept wanting to text you and be like, what about this? I'm like, save it. Save it for the, <laughs> save it for, save it. <laughs> it's like, well, but I just want to talk about it. Oh, but, man. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Ugh. Well, so I hope you enjoyed this um, episode of uh, Infinity War spoilers. Um, yeah, I hope everybody can have track of everything we predicted so they can tell us we're wrong. <laughs> Here. <laughs> hey, and if you if you, if you disagree with us in anything that we said, why don't you tweet us at say report junior, or you can just tweet uh, us in general and just say hi. That's fine absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> if uh, we, I have no idea. I, I always, I have no idea how the actual algorithms work on iTunes. But if you want to, to subscribe and rate and review us and all that, shout us out on Twitter and let us know, and we'll yep. thank you. Exactly. Um, um, and. Uh, like the Say Report Junior Twitter feed will probably follow you back. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I am at Zero Whiskey if you want to, you know, either yell at me for not ever reading the comics or just tell me I'm wrong or to also set off hashtag Paul Blart Avengers 4. <laughs> All of that. Oh, follow me at Zero Whiskey. I love that so much. Um, and I. Why am I doubling? Okay, and I am at Dale's Brain on Twitter if you want to tweet me and say hi and um, if you want to. You know, yell at me for liking Thanos. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I think a lot of. I oh, think a oh, lot of people. You can yell at me. That's what you can yell at me for. You can yell at me for not really digging Captain America at this point in time. Um, <laughs> but I am hopeful that that will change with the next part of Infinity War. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All right. So cool. Um, and if you don't you should um go over and listen to our older siblings podcast our sister podcast if you will um <laughs> which is definitely going to become that like that is now the name of it um check out the say report they also talked about infinity war i believe they did a before and after kind yes, of yes they thing. did a very special they did a very, very special, special episode, episode. So that was very good. Um, so go at, go ahead and check out what they had to think, uh, what they have to think about the movie. Um, but yeah, until until next week, I've been Dale Decker. <laughs> and I've been Zach Sarawick. <laughs> Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.